Okay, good morning. It is May 11th, and this is the Friday Morning Leaders Call. Uh, today's call is titled, Begin with the End in Mind. Um, so I just have to kind of give you a, a shot of where I'm at this morning. Um, I'm actually in my fifth hotel for the week. Uh, I'm in Lansing, Michigan, and I'm getting ready to do a keynote presentation to um, an international group this morning, which I'm very excited about. Um, I've also done a series of leadership trainings all around the state this week, and it's been so much fun. I love getting to know everybody who's coming to these sessions. Um, we've had so much fun, but also learned so much. And when I was thinking about what in the world could I share with you this morning, the idea came to me that I've kind of cultivated a practice of thinking of understanding beginning with the end in mind. And I thought, oh, this would be a great kind of idea to share. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of tell you about how this leadership series came about so you understand the process of it. And I'll give you a couple of different examples to think about. And then we'll take some questions at the end. Um, so be ready to think about what questions that you might want to ask. And for those of you who are a little more shy, um, you may, of course, go ahead and text me your question if you don't want to say it out loud. So my number is 989-289-8700. I actually already have a question uh, lined up on my text today, so thank you for that. Um, so this leadership series, basically I asked myself the question, um, what would it look like if we had hundreds of educational leaders trained in really high-quality leadership principles. How would that affect what we do in and out of the classroom? And so a couple years ago, I began kind of just thinking about what that might look like. And then last year about this time, I contacted a partner I'm working with, and I said, hey, I just want to run an idea by you. And all of a sudden, it became a series of conversations, and we kind of came up with the leadership series. So basically it's a, a three-day training um, with a couple months in between. So you can come to any one day or you can come to all three and really get some good information. Um, and then, you know, because I always have another step, some of you know that about me, um, in my mind I already have an idea of what we're going to do for next year so that we can – not only continue to resource the folks that were attending this series, but also gather more folks in, right? So I'm actually a few steps ahead of that. Um, I've kind of got a three, four, five-year plan in my head. Um, and so really, it's not about just doing the, this series right now. It's not really a job per se. I'm not really looking at, you know, am I getting paid, that kind of thing. Of course, I want to be paid. I'm, you know, that's not the issue. But you know, when you begin with the end in mind, you look at your ultimate goal. Where could we go? And that's what I'm shooting for. So everything I'm doing in the current moment is to inform that future goal. Okay? So let me give you a couple examples. A couple weeks ago, we did a call about purposeful meetings. How do you go to a meeting and make sure that you're not just, you know, physically present, but you have a goal or a purpose for being there. You're more intentional, right? So you think about who am I going to sit next to? 
what questions might, might I ask? Is there a skill that I'd like to practice while I'm here? That's beginning with the end in mind. So not just going and hoping <laughs> that it's not a waste of your time, right? What about those of you who are project managers, right? You have projects that need to be up and running, and maybe you're doing some evaluation as you go through. Um, and sometimes when you're dealing with this project work, you get so bogged down in the implementation, the making it happen, and maybe you didn't take the time ahead of time to really think about what is the end goal, the outcome that you want. Thinking about that end outcome is actually more important than even the implementation phase. Because if you know the picture that you're headed towards, it's easier to implement things. So there, there's one strategy that I've used in the past. Um, when I first began doing a lot of trainings, I kind of made up a, a rubric. So let's say I was going to go teach a class. Um, and I guess it doesn't matter what the topic is, but I was going to go teach a class, and I would kind of come up with a, a three-step rubric. So the first one would be, okay, what would make this class good? And so I had a column for things that I could do that would make the class good. And um, then I had a column if the participants showed me this, this, and this. That would make the class good, right? Um, and then I said, well, wait a minute. What would make it better than good? And so I filled it out for myself and for the participants. And then I said, yeah, but what would make this class the best thing for me and for the participants? And so I would list that out. And at the end, what I did was I actually covered up the good and the better column. So I could only see the best column. So my brain was only focusing on this is what I'm going to do to make it the best possible thing. And I'll, I'll look and see if the participants are showing me that, right? Because I can't make them, well, right? You can't make them not check their phone, right? Um, you can't make them listen to what you're talking about. You can't make them take what you're going to bring and go use it, right? I don't have control over that. But... I have control over myself, and I do know what's going to engage them, right? So having really great topics, great conversation, um, making sure that we don't spend too much time on any one thing, that there's constant kind of movement in the class, right? Understanding how their brain is working. And so for me, it was all about how can I ensure that those things that I just shared are, are happening, and so when I design the class, that's what I'm thinking about. And when I go do the class, I'm looking and observing and seeing, okay, what signs are they showing me that they're engaged? And so at the end of the class, I'll pull that rubric out again and I'll say, okay, how did I do? Did I, you know, how intentional was I in planning and preparing and making this happen? And what did I see from the participants? And most often what has happened in the past is that when I focused on me and what I had control over, every single time I saw the observed behavior in that better column, the best column, right? 
So rather than kind of, you know, throwing a class together and hoping that somebody likes it, this is a very intentional dreaming process of ensuring that you get the outcome that you want. Begin with the end in mind, right? Um, I, I have a client right now who's looking to open up um, uh, an in-home childcare. And she's amazing. She, she's currently in another job somewhere else, but she'd really like to do a, be her own boss, right? Um, and so talking to her, we're, we're kind of throwing around some ideas, and uh, we've really been talking lately about finances. How is she going to ensure that she has the finances she needs to make this a go? And so, you know, she is very hopeful. And I said, hope is an awesome thing. And sometimes you need a plan to go with your hope, right? So we're really thinking through, okay, what is your uh, minimum pay that you need to make this a go? And what is the maximum pay that you think your customers will pay you? And where are you going to set your number in between? Um, and then thinking about, okay, how many children do you need? Is this going to be six children, 12 children max? You know, really thinking through that um, because you can't just have, a, have hope. You've got to have a plan to make it happen as well, okay? Um, this week we talked a lot about um, uh, recruiting people, hiring people. You know, how do you hire somebody intentionally? Well, do you hire that person for a need that you have to fill? Um, do you hire that person because you see strengths in them that you know your team needs? Um, maybe your team lacks what I call diversity of thought. So you might need some new thinking coming into your group. Um, do you hire people knowing, hey, man, this person has an absolutely excellent attitude. This is the kind of person that I want on my team. Maybe they don't have the skills yet, but I can teach them the skills, right? Do you hire them for their teachability? Um, don't get caught up in the immediate kind of craziness of, oh, no, somebody's leaving. I need to fill the spot right now. If you can give yourself a little bit of time in those moments and think through who exactly do I need that's beginning with the end in mind okay but better yet how about you begin with the end of mind end in mind now before you get to that craziness of losing a person so you can you can do this right now and think about okay if I were to add another person on my team who might that be? What would that look like? Who would this person have as far as strengths? Who would they have um, as far as, like, where can I put them in, right? So, for example, um, for the last year, I have really been thinking into um, the idea of having an intern. I need some help, right? I need somebody who can do a, a few kind of uh, executive administration things, right? Um, but then I also need somebody who's going to help me with some bigger projects I have coming down the road. And so I've really been thinking about who does this person need to be. Well, it needs to be somebody who has an excellent attitude, somebody who really wants to grow, 
somebody who understands um, uh, a little bit about the process of growth and also is very interested in the way that we think, our mindset, right? Um, somebody who can kind of put up with my, mm, okay, I admit it. I have some crazy ideas sometimes, right? I get the idea. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I say, hey, we're going to do this, right? So I need somebody who, who's flexible. Um, and, and somebody who can travel a little bit um, but would like to stay home and do the work. So that's the thinking I've had for the past year. Well, guess what? Uh, a few weeks ago, I, I began some talks with a, a girl that actually fits all of those boxes. And this week, she attended um, one of my trainings, and voila, I now have an intern. Okay? So that's what I'm talking about. You can begin thinking about the next person you're going to hire well before you ever need to hire that person. So do the pre-thinking, and when you need to hire a person, boom, you've already done the thought work. Okay? That is beginning with the end in mind. Or maybe it's your personal development. So last Friday, I hosted a vision retreat. We had 12 people, and um, we went through five different areas to set goals in your life. But we, we thought about it a little bit differently. We thought, okay, let's say it's your um, physical growth, right, your physical health. Um, we said, well, what do you want to have? Um, so the have part might be, well, I want to have a healthier body. I want to have more energy, okay? So then we thought, well, what do you need to do? So we thought, well, you know, maybe some of us need to start walking again. Some might need to go do yoga. Um, some might need to start swimming. So whatever it is that you think you need to do for that physical health. And then we thought into who do you need to be, right? So in your physical health, who do you need to be? And this being part is really creating the vision of who you want to be. So, for example, um, somebody might say, I really want to be an energetic person. I want to be the person that when somebody suggests, hey, let's go here, let's go do this, that I do. And I want to be more adventurous, right? And so we created that picture. And most people, when they're setting a goal, will think about, okay, what is it that I have to do? And they'll get so caught up in the doing part of it that they almost miss the goal because they're relying on their willpower to motivate them. When in reality, when you set up this vision, this image in your head of being energetic and adventurous and up for anything that somebody suggests, that vision and image almost pulls you into the goal. So it's a different way of thinking about it, but once you've done this type of thinking, it's like your body and your mind just kind of head there without a whole lot of work on your part. I know some of you are catching on. Um, some of you might be a little skeptical, um, but I highly encourage you to take one of the things that I suggested today and really start thinking a little bit more about it. 
but never start something without knowing what you want the end result to be. That's really the key. Um, and I want to preface this with this doesn't negate that when you get a new idea come to you um, that you might not know how to do it. Um, you can start a new idea without knowing where it's going to go as long as you know how it fits into your grander vision. Okay. So, for example, this week something happened um, on, on the first day of my leadership training. Uh, somebody shared something with me about how she was a new director um, within two months, actually, and um, she was a little overwhelmed. And I heard myself saying something that I didn't really think about. And sometimes these ideas just come to me. And I said, you know what, give me your email address, and I will send you my new director's pack. And it'll have all these resources in there that will get you started and help you on your growth path. And immediately when I said it, I was like, wow, Michelle, that's a really great idea. Huh, I wonder what's going to go in that leadership or that director pack. <laughs> and somebody asked me later, "What? well, what's in your new director's pack? And I said, I don't know yet because I don't have one yet. <laughs> but I can assure you that by the end of next week, I'm going to have a, a really awesome pack ready for any new directors who might need it. Okay, so this is a, an example of in the moment an idea is coming to me, I go with it. I don't figure out how before I say it because it's a really great idea, and then you can always figure out how later. But really... As I was saying it, I, the, the term of that's a good idea came because I know my mission. Um, my mission and my vision is really to help people grow. And I've been in that place before, and I know what would have helped me in the time to grow. And so this isn't a, you know, wild, crazy idea to me because it fits in the grand overall vision of where I'm going. You know, some people will, will look at me and say, oh, wow, you, you know, you get to go do all these teaching classes and speaking events, and um, it's great that you can make a business out of that. And, yeah, you're right, it is. It's, it's, you know, you want to get paid for your work, right? Yeah. Um, but my grander vision is not just about having a job or making money or even teaching people. I want to add the most value. I want to have the most impact on people. And quite frankly, I want to grow a tribe of thinkers. That is my ultimate vision. So when I came up with a new director's group packet that fit inside my vision very well, right? All right, so, so what's the next step for you? Well, anything that you do, first begin to think about the end where you're going, what you want. And then you think about, okay, this is where I'm at right now. And then you plot out all the steps in between. Okay? Um, so, for example, for you, um, you could practice this with one single day. Okay? So, for example, um, after this call, you could begin thinking about the rest of your Friday and say, you know what? How do I want to feel at the end of today? Um, what is something that I want to learn during today? Um, who is a person that I might want to contact today, right? 
So you can begin thinking about the end of your day so that at the end of the day, you can basically look at your quote-unquote to-do list, right, and say, man, is this, I said I wanted to feel productive or uh, feel energized or feel um, connected to others. So now you have that goal, and at the end of the day, you can ask yourself, did I get there? Um, again, you can do this at a meeting, right? Set your goal, set your intention. So how can you be more intentional? How can you increase your thinking time? Your thinking time, okay? So really the, the gist of this is never start something without knowing what you want the end result to be. Hoping isn't a plan, okay? Hoping isn't a plan. All right, so it is 821. We have lots of time for Q&A. If you have a question, feel free to jump in the queue. So how you would do that on your line is you would hit five star. Um, you can do that at any time now. Um, one thing that I will say is that if you have muted your line and you're going to ask a question, you may want to hit unmute on your phone first because sometimes you'll hit star five star and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm talking and nobody's listening. So um, if you have a question, go ahead and hit five star. Um, I did want to address this one by text, though. Um, so the question says, um, Michelle, help on getting ready to fire my first person. I know they need to leave, um, but I don't know how to do it. How? What can you do to help me? Okay. Um, well, I guess in this situation, um, this is going to take a lot of thinking. Um, so, for example, it sounds like you've already made your decision, um, so good for you. Uh, I might caution you just to give yourself maybe the weekend. Um, so I'm not sure where you are with that decision if you um, are thinking about doing it today. Um, if, if you could give yourself the weekend so you'd have a few days to think about it, that might be best. So um, beginning with the end in mind, you can really visualize uh, what you want that conversation to look like. So let me talk about the difference between visualizing something and kind of coming up with a script in your head, right? Um, especially those of you who are worriers, you might tend to say, okay, well, I'm going to say this, um, and this person's going to say this, and then I'm going to say this, and then they're going to say this. Well, wait a minute. Okay, so really I'm going to start with this. What if they say this? Okay, if they say this, then I'm going to say this. Oh, wait a minute. But what if they say this? Ooh, wow. Okay, if they say this, I might need to say this. You get where I'm going here? Um, that's not what I'm talking about because that kind of thinking um, is it's just getting you stuck in a rut, and it only gives you negative energy. So some things that you might want to think about are, um, when will I have this conversation with this person? Actually coming up with a time. Where am I going to have this conversation? So is it going to be in your office? Um, is it going to be off-site somewhere? Um, 
how do you want to communicate this to this person? So, for example, um, if you know this person can be confrontational, then you might decide in your mind your uh, visit together is only going to last 10 minutes. And you're not going to talk back and forth about things because you've already made your decision. Um, but then I would go into thinking about what are you going to do before your meeting? So, for example, knowing that this is coming up and maybe you have the personality style that you know, like for me, um, as an S on the DISC personality profile, um, this would be a really hard thing to do because we like peace and harmony, right? And so I would ask myself, how am I going to prepare myself for this meeting? So what am I going to do self-care-wise before I meet with this person to make sure that I'm in the right energy? And then I'm going to ask myself, okay, after that 10 minutes is done and I've communicated this to this person and told them what the next steps are going to be and we're done with the conversation, then what am I going to do? So, for example, um, in the past, uh, I have had to fire somebody like that. And because of the situation, the person, uh, there was definitely a tendency for this person to go out and kind of share the story, um, but definitely not share the truth about the story. So I knew that I had to have a communication plan set in place so that I could communicate out to all of the rest of my staff what just occurred before this person could. So what I did was, um, you know, a couple days before the conversation, I created an email that basically said, you know, hey, this is what's happening. Um, uh, you know, don't worry. I, I don't exactly remember what the message was, but it was basically very short um, but very true. This is what's happening, just so you know. And at the end I said, you know, um, please don't hesitate to come to me with questions. And as soon as that person walked out, so as I'm visualizing it, I'm seeing the person walk out of my office, and I have the email ready to go, and I immediately hit send. So I have done my communication part, right? And in part of the email, because I had already thought about this, I knew for myself I needed to get off-site for 20 minutes, reset my thinking, and come back. So in my email, I said, Please feel free to come to me with your questions. I will be available at this time. And then I blocked off the rest of my day to make sure I was in my office and ready to, to take care of my staff. So this kind of pre-thinking helped me not only get through the task of firing this person, but to do it well. So rather than kind of worrying about it, trying to make that script in my head, um, spending days thinking about it and, and kind of, you know, just getting stuck in your own stuff. Um, I had a plan. Now, it didn't take me long to think about the plan, but I would highly encourage you that today needs to be the time where you set aside at least a half hour to 45 minutes, maybe even an hour, where you're thinking about what is it that you want to happen during just before this time, during that time, and right after. So being really, really intentional about it. Um, because when you are, well, going back to the brain, 
when your brain is stressed and on overload, you cease to be creative and you cannot solve a problem. It's physically impossible. So what you do with this kind of visualizing technique is before that really high stress thing happens, you have created the plan. So when you're in the moment of doing this high stress thing, your brain goes back to the vision that you've created and it's like it's on autopilot. So you don't have to think about it. Um, it it's called uh, like muscle memory, right? So um, those who are in the, the armed forces or police officers, they do hours and hours and hours of physical training so that when you're in the moment of stress, your body, your muscles take over because your brain is stressed. This is the same exact thing. So beginning with the end in mind, you're really trying to understand what will make this successful. And you get the vision in your head, and you just go towards that vision. Okay, I, I, I hope that that was helpful. Um, that was an excellent question. And please know that I am praying for you. I am sending good thoughts. Um, if you need anything else, please feel free to, to email or to text me for sure, okay? Oh, wow, it's 8.30. <laughs> um, I don't see anybody in the queue. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that um, maybe next week you'll have a question for me. Um, but by all means, of course, you can email me at growby1 at gmail.com, and you can text me uh, any of your questions throughout the week. Um, I, I thank you for being on this call this morning. I know some of you are really carving out the time to be here, and some of you are really trying and you're uh, kind of placing it in your drive time and different things like that. So thank you so much for being here. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, so those of you who are driving, I'll just let you know that because of all of my travel this week, I don't have a script ready. Um, you probably could tell that. Uh, I really am going on notes on the back of a couple napkins. So um, that's all I have for you this week. But um, I do want to just send you all out with blessings. Um, go be productive and powerfully efficient today, um, but also make really great deep connections. Okay? So I will go ahead and unmute everybody so we can say goodbye to one another. All right, everybody, have an awesome week, and we'll catch up with you next week. Bye, Michelle. Thank you. Yep. Goodbye. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Take care. Bye.